What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is the super talented Mr. Isaac Terex. Hey, how's it going? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions, all the things. Send them to us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com. Noob or expert questions, comments, whatever it is, send us some things and we'll talk about it. We are talking to Isaac this week. I hope everybody's having a good new year. Yeah. Isaac's here talking about his MoGraph world and I hope that everybody is uh, getting their projects on because mm-hmm. January's always a little bit quiet yeah. in the MoGraph world. I feel like everybody's trying to get their thing going again and they're just yeah. kind of like heads down, you know, trying to make that money dough. Yeah. Catching so. your breath from, you know, Christmas, the big Christmas mm-hmm. rush, you yeah. know, doing all Everybody those shuts. Christmas explainer videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are finally coming back and finally answering their emails because you're mm-hmm. waiting patiently because you're ready to make money. And right. so hopefully everybody's good in, the, in that world. And um, we're going to talk to Isaac, talk about motivation versus discipline a little later on as well. And Ooh. Um, Good topic. Yeah, so that'll be fun. But first, we're going to go to Ravcock. What's your flavor? What's your flavor? Boom, boom, boom. Ice. That's good. <laughs> I like it. I like the addition. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> have to make a jingle. Um, I saw, so I saw this morning, if you're an Octane fan, Ahmet, and he posted this on his personal Facebook. I don't know if he put this on anything else yet, but he yeah. uh, put a screenshot that he is working on a Cinema 4D Octane light linker. Mm. Oh yeah! Cool. So I'm I'm a little excited about that. Hmm. I'm not friends with him on Facebook. I'm not friends with many no. people on Facebook. <laughs> no, you aren't friends with many people on Facebook. But uh, I'm I'm excited because for years I've thought that would be really fun to do. I kind of looked into existing light linkers and how they worked, and I was like, man, can I build this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I can't build this. Yeah. It's too complicated. <laughs> so, um. He's, uh, I, I hope he gets that worked out in the screenshot. It looked like really cool. Like you could see what, you know, every light was talking to and the geometry and tree and all of that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I've wanted that for years. So we shall see. It must be and, nice to be so smart, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I want to be smart. I want to be smart. <laughs> smart. I feel smart sometimes. And then yeah. just like it fades really quickly once yeah. I hit a new problem and it's like, Maybe it was just luck the first couple times that I figured anything <laughs> out, and then eventually you figure it out, and you're like, "No, I am smart." Sometimes in very specific smart. areas, <laughs> yeah, not in I any way that to helps make a humanity, but yeah, <laughs> it's like the 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 plugin we made before. Like I managed to make a plugin using only Expresso with no code. Yeah. So if I'm gonna make another plugin, it's probably gonna need code. So I'm probably done making plugins. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> um. So we did get some more. M-O-A-R, more, uh, 3090s. Yeah. More. <laughs> All right, so I'll tell this story, right? Okay. So uh, yeah. uh, Best Buy, we get, you know, we got the hot stock notification that it was available, and uh, mm-hmm. I had both my kids home at, uh, th- that day, and uh, uh, I-, I-, I told my kid, my older kid, I said, just watch the baby, this is very important, I have to go do this, so I ran straight <laughs> to my computer 
logged on to Best Buy. I had it on my phone as well, you know, and I was trying to get a hold of Dave because Dave needs a second 3090. You know, I've got two mm-hmm. 3090s. We're trying to get him a second one. Yeah. Um, and so Patient I finally lady. get it on my my computer. And for the past few weeks, every time you you go on there and you you put one in your cart, it's like, oh, it's not available. You know, so mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting much. So I went ahead and I, I was able to check out. And so I got that other one. And so then I finally got a hold of Dave. And I was like, hey, and it, it, you know, I got one for you. He's like, awesome. Maybe we should pick up another one just in case, you know, like mm-hmm. someone needs one or we could sell it on eBay or something like that. That way we're looking keep out it. or keep it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. So then he went and got on a meeting. And I ended up buying two more. Wow. <laughs> So then I called him up and I was like, hey, I, I, I bought three. And he's like, you bought three? <laughs> so we yeah. were thinking about eBaying them, but then, you know, we convinced each other that we should just put them in our secondary machines. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. What do those run for? I've like, uh, I've seen insane after prices. After tax, though. it's like 1624. Yeah. So they're like 1500 bucks. And that, or that's without the current tariffs that are going on. So I think, I think they're, they may be going up. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a stuck in a cruel game of like, I'm on some discord that's apparently supposed to like ping the channel with like a link whenever yeah. they're restocked anywhere. I'm just in this infinite loop of like, click it. Oh, maybe yep. click add to cart. And then there's like a sad dog on Amazon's like, <laughs> sorry page. This is yeah. like, sorry, you can't get it. So I've just done doing that. So I don't even check think out I'm ever going to get them app called hot stock. Uh, are you are you mm-hmm. apple no okay PC. then never mind no apple oh. like phone iphone sorry oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh get an app called hot stock it's free and you can add one thing to your notifications you Ooh. know so yeah. yeah um there's the secret yeah billy said we could use it as a like, doorstop <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i was just gonna just to pay flex. someone to yeah. find one and like pay them a small upcharge fee at this point because i'm just like i want them so bad and yeah they're I want to get rid so of my older nice. cards. They're um, so nice. Yeah. So I'm, what are you guys running? Are you running two 3090s in machines? It'll in be main machines. two 3090s in one machine, and then I'll have a 3090, a 2080, and a 2070 Super in my other machine. So I and think they'll have those just a, air-cooled? Yeah. I've, I just heard like yeah. that there's like, those are very, very, very hot. So uh, we both have open air cases, mm. you know? I've got two open air cases that hang on my walls, you know? Right. And so it just, you know, and then, uh, what's awesome. Hmm. I've, I've been running crypto for the past week and a half. So, you know, they're constantly running. It has not gotten above 62 degrees. Those two 30 nineties. That's crazy. And there's like a little bit of space in between. So it's like, (laughs) they're just good. They're good. But in the meantime, my 2080s in there, like getting up to like 86, I had to tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's it's a huge difference in, in air cooling compared to the 20 series. It's yeah. Very noticeable. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Thomas in yeah. the chat said he's got four 980 Ti's literally laying around. Thomas, let me give you some let me give you some advice here. I just went on yeah. eBay and I sold all three of my old 980 Ti's uh, uh, for two hundred and forty five dollars a piece. So they're still Not worth bad. something. Just throw them up right now because bit uh, uh, Bitcoin is still relatively high right now i mean it's like thirty-three thousand last i checked but you know it could be down ten thousand in the next five minutes yeah, i lost um, a little money in the last couple of days yeah but, so oops. like the thing is like crypto mining is is profitable again right now you know so people are looking for these cards yeah isaac you do crypto 
yeah. mine or anything? Don't mine. No. Um, I like got into it in like 2016, 2017. Not like, bad. Yeah. That's like when I got like the first thing I got was um, like a referral to join like Coinbase. They were mm-hmm. like giving away like $10 worth of Bitcoin and like nice i joined it and like you got you know like your little tiny silver bitcoin then i like got xrp on like some other like binance was like a thing back in the day mm-hmm. before they like closed down um but yeah i just like got like three of them or so and then like it did that huge spike up to like where bitcoin hit it's like first like big like 20 grand yeah um and like i didn't sell then and then it just like plummeted and yeah. so i just was like if i never sell it i never lost any money and right. so i just held on to <laughs> yeah. it this whole time and now it's like double that crazy um, yeah like high so i'm just watching yeah. in like m- amazement and like uh my only goal is that i was like okay like i don't really want to ever take it out just because it's like fun to like watch it go up and it's like i yeah. have pretend amount of this much money right but uh the wife <laughs> and i decided money. like if it ever gets to like we could withdraw and like pay all student loans off or like that's that's what the bitcoin is for right yeah, now and like it's just like yeah if it can hit this like huge like achievement and then it's like eh, yeah we'll take it out and like could go up more but that's kind of like our threshold because i feel like that's kind of the, the it's like a gambling game so you have to yeah. like go in with like a set amount and like a set goal or else you'll just like forever be like oh it could it could and then you just like end <laughs> up with nothing when it yeah all peter's way or it takes over everything and then you just have the new you currency already yeah yeah sixty thousand is my is my goal pull out you know right now yeah. i only have five hundred dollars so uh, i got a long way to go you know that's you uh, want to turn 500 into sixty thousand, uh, or yeah. six, one bitcoin no, i'm gonna keep 60, i'm gonna keep mining and stuff like that you mm. know like uh the 30 yeah, are you got a really when good it hits sixty thousand, or when, it, no, when i make sixty thousand dollars <laughs> that's when oh, i pull okay. out and gotcha. uh, uh i use that money for to build a pool in my backyard that's the goal this is all pool yeah, Billy, money right here. Billy <laughs> says the hardware is ballooning. ballooning. Yeah. Uh, looks like the, the 1080s are going for some. We've got one render machine in here with four 1080s in it still. Maybe we can just cash them out. You should. Honestly, yeah. I'm telling you, like, the, the so uh, our Mr. Meeseeks machine that has four 1080s, it's just two, uh, four 1080 Founders Editions. It has a lower octane bench than one thirty ninety. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's so good. It's just insane. Like this is like the what you want out of tech. When like tech mm-hmm. comes out, you want it to just like smash the other thing you had yeah, so much. But absolutely. at this point, like new iPhones, like it's like a new camera. It yeah. like does like maybe a couple yeah. new things. I feel like we're past the point in like phones where it's just like obliterating. It's like it's like I don't know. The found like the cards seem to be like going from like a flip phone to like a smartphone every jump, and they're just like we're like yeah. that much better. And then maybe like. I don't know a lot of them break and then you can't get your like hands on any of them but other than those issues it's like it's mm-hmm. really cool to see like they just like keep like finding better ways to do things that are like exactly where we need it like there's no bloat there's no like mm-hmm. big remarks about like the case design or anything at this point it's just kind of mm-hmm. like like yeah make, make good tech and then it just like makes every i mean it's kind of annoying because like yeah i had like the best cards like two years ago and now they're just yeah. like yeah, yeah way blown out of the water but yeah it's i would rather that than like inching like little like improvements but yeah see i was i was like 6980 ti's for like four years five years Mm. you know and i was i had just been waiting we had a really good year this past year so we were able to afford you know 
some upgrades and stuff like like that, which is nice. So now we can render more and get more work done and yep. make more money and buy more cards. Right? <laughs> Never Step ends. one, buy graphics cards. Step two. Yeah. Step Have you guys messed around with the um, Octane cloud rendering stuff? Because that's kind of like Render? the yeah. same spot between like having a mining rig, having a other thing. Um, I haven't. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm actually like rendering render jobs for mm. people you know right. but i've i've sent it to render is it know? at that stage yet even yeah. oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah oh it is it is yeah pure, you just have to you point. just have to contact them you know i don't think there's enough people using render right now to right. uh to like I, I i don't know it's still because i think you have to be an artist to be able to render other artists jobs it's not open to just like anyone with gpus right i think it, no it's open to anyone with gpus yeah oh just yeah. to totally fulfill jobs and like yep. bank totally oh. so yeah, yeah i've been talking crypto... to people that, like in mining and they've just been like i was like you could always do this side thing that's like you know to mine a bitcoin at this point it's like you know mm-hmm. cost is like a little bit there but like to just do render jobs I just don't know how much the conversion of like a person that's only in it for like the tokens is like, I don't know. I haven't seen the uh, render token the numbers crazy and, jumps up yeah. and down. It seems to float around. Like. I, I don't. So here's what's weird to me about that. Speaking of it, like mm-hmm. you can buy one render token or whatever for what, like 20, 25 cents or something like that. Is is that what it is? I don't know. I think what it was like yeah, eighteen I'm pretty sure, cents or something. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's twenty five cents, but you can go to some of these other like places and buy them for cheaper. You mm-hmm. know, I, there's I don't even know. a weird thing on the render site. It's like you can buy like four like tokens for this much, yeah. or you can like use your token, which will go longer because you had the actual like instead of buying it from them right there, like with a card. Mm-hmm. And then you can also buy, yeah, on other sites for a lot more discount. Yeah. But, so what's weird to me is like if if on some places it's you can buy it for 10 cents and then through the render site you buy it for 25 cents, you know, like when do you sell it? Can you I, sell it? That's what I'm you know? confused. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, you can trade it. Right. You can always trade it out into another cryptocurrency, but like I don't really know if there's like a it's and, not like inching up in price. Like it's right. not like, oh, I got and, into it when it was like ten cents and it right. will soon be twenty five dollars because like right. then it makes no sense as a render token because it's like all your time it's dependent on a very physical like window of like Right. Right. Because what if Yeah. What if it like at what point I don't think it would ever go above twenty five cents, you know? Because that yeah, for as a business because, model, you don't want that price to like go up right because then no one's going to be using you as a service like right. you don't want yeah. it to shoot to forty thousand, right so there's not much point really i think in holding it which means it's not, i don't understand it enough. yeah if that, anything, that's the thing is like good to use it you know right it's a very usable token which yeah. is like what you don't see a lot in like crypto like in, right like where you can like definitely see the where it's used i mean cryptocurrency obviously is useful and is used for a bunch of stuff like the blockchain technology but mm-hmm. i think that render tokens like a very weird in between where it's like yes this is futuristic and good but i also don't get it for like people that are like in traditional cryptocurrencies i don't really right see a value for them of like mining all this right. render tokens unless they do like a sell of them at like a different cost yeah. like on their own like yeah, two artists about, again like, yeah being able to use it for your own renders right yeah which so, makes sense right. artist to artist yeah. but i don't know if you're going to get these like huge places that were right. mining bitcoin back in the day to like switch over to have like 
cool for us, huge GPU power, but then like yeah. they don't really get much in return. I think it makes most sense yeah. for like maybe like a studio who like I don't know, back in the day there were like those huge CPU farms people would just like mm-hmm. build into their studios, like maybe if they start building like GPU mining things for to cache all this render power for like jobs, but yeah, I'm not quite sure on the future of it. It's cool though. I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I wish I knew more about some of the charts and how these charts and graphs work because I have some really cool Bitcoin programs, but I don't know how what half of it even means. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> uh, so, but it it was extremely easy because we've been talking to our friends a lot at, about it the last few days, mm-hmm. especially like on text and things and group chats. And it's so easy to set up. Nice hash. Yeah. Five minutes, bam, you're making money. That's it. Yeah. And like with the mobile app on there, you can check your temperatures remotely. Mm-hmm. You can look at your different rigs. You can start and stop them, change the power. Mm-hmm. It's it's really great how they all work. And and you can even go into the preferences and manage like your profitability as opposed to power costs and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like you can put in your kil- your price per kilowatt hour, it'll turn it on and off based on where you know, if, if it takes a dive and your your profit margins are going down for mining, it'll actually shut it off for you. It's yeah. Pretty it's great. cool. It's neat. What I think yeah. NiceHash is doing, it, it acts, it's, act, it's not mining Bitcoin specifically. It's actually mining other coins and then paying you yeah. for those coins. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And as an artist, it's something great because you've got GPUs stacked up. Mm-hmm. You might as well use them. And if your office is cold, you can yeah. turn it on. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I did that this weekend. It was great. Yeah, I just opened uh, the window. I opened my window and then I just ran my uh, ran the the nice hash miner all weekend. Yeah, this is Same. the first time they've been off in snowed. probably like four days. <laughs> yeah, well, it snowed here, so yeah. we were able to just open our windows and quote unquote is, snowed. It snowed. Yeah, do you guys Texas. get like yeah. inches of snow, did, or is it just like a dusting? Dave did. Dave yeah. got got about an inch here. Yeah. But it's and, and they don't first time it's in not, six years, but it's not <laughs> dusting like you know up north. Up north, when you snow, it's like it is weird as it, it's like a dry snow, you know, to where it sticks and like powdery. it's not, yeah, it's powdery, right? Versus down here, it's wet and just hmm. gross, you know. The moment you try and form it into something, it hardens and won't even turn into a ball, it's just yeah. like dumping it's a snow ice. cone on the ground, yeah, hmm. yeah it's yeah. just weird. slush. Yeah, sludge, kind of like yeah. like side of the street, like pile side up of stuff. the street yeah. pile up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah we went mm, for I, a holiday, like back up to Michigan from New York, and then like quarantined, and then like we're able to like distance see family up there, and like while we were up there, it was like projected like four inches then like the next day was like two feet of like snow covering geez. everything. It's just like it happens like so fast, and then everything is just like covered in snow. There's ice everywhere. Um, but yeah, I would assume that that wasn't happening in Texas, but no, I'd love to experience that at least once, (laughs) you know, like I think the most we've gotten is probably like what, six inches or eight inches or something at one point. We get a lot less than we did when we were kids. Yeah, that's for sure. It's, it's definitely changed. Used to be every year you Mm -hmm. would get something every year you get at least one to two, you know, (laughs) those little ice storms that would blow through, but they just don't happen anymore. They don't happen anymore. No. Yeah, you guys both been um, in Texas your whole lives or no? I wasn't Pretty born much. here, but I got here as fast as I could. As fast as I could, derp, <laughs> bumper sticker. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I got here when I was three. And, same here. Mm, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have one more link in the Ravcock section. Actually, I wanted to talk about, and it's 
It's an in-life thrill thing. It's been around for a little bit, but it just came up as a discussion in the Facebook group for Ariev's course mm-hmm. because they were talking about they just happened to get on this this topic of why you would use one kind of emission you know, with Gaussian spectrum and noise and things instead of another instead of just putting a, a straight up uh, uh, RGB spectrum. You know, there's RGB spectrum, Gaussian spectrum. So it's an in-life thrill article on. Uh, the comparison, mm-hmm. why you would use them. And so I just thought it would be good to link that in there. It's been fun seeing some of the renders that are coming through uh, in the course and seeing some really great artists work. And uh, so, but let's get to Isaac and talk about Isaac. Let's get to you and let's talk about your background a little bit for those who um, aren't familiar with you and your background. Did you go to school for this? That's always our first question. Uh, you never know. Um, yeah. I went to school in like a major and it was just called like digital media and mm-hmm. they didn't really know what it was and like neither did we, but like the artwork and like, that's kind of all you had to go off. Like the artwork on the walls as you walked through like the campus was like, Oh, like it looked cool and there was cool stuff happening. But like the more I got into it, it was very much a certain route of like Photoshop, like character drawing for like flash animation and like that Mm -hmm. was like the path so it was like very like they kind of brushed up on stuff and like there would be like a course like i had to learn flash but like in the flash course they also like hinted that you could use like after effects for a lot of it and i was like i don't know this kind of looks cool so like i would rather just like do my projects in that and then like we learned like light wave for 3d (laughs) and i was like ooh, i've heard a lot about like cinema so i'll just use cinema and like use that for all the courses so like all the teaching wasn't really there. It was just kind of there to like assign projects. And then I would do them in like a program that I wanted to because it was like pretty loose. It was a pretty small school still. Um, So like it was like maybe a thousand kids total Mm -hmm. um, for like my year. And then like even smaller in the digital media department. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a lot of like them kind of loosely setting up the structure. And then I would like figure out what I wanted to do inside of it. And then like later towards like graduations, like I got a lot of like, independent studies where it's like i would just do like go sit with one teacher and like come up with a course for like that credit and then go do like a project for it Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah kind of a mix a lot of online learning definitely from like youtube and stuff Mm -hmm. and then like grayscale gorilla to like learn cinema in like the early days of using like a ripped copy of r12 i think right (laughs) so um (laughs) yeah graph first came out i believe yeah so definitely um yeah, self-taught from the internet, but with a structure from actually going to classes and stuff. So that's kind of cool amazing. that they were able that you were able to choose your own software. You know, right? Yeah, like choose your like own. They adventure, were pretty loose you know? about it. Yeah, and um, I definitely think that's like a very niche or like specific experience because I mm-hmm. definitely think that like that's not what you should do if you're going to like like SCAD or something. And there's definitely you know talented people that can teach you the right programs and like you don't have to like figure it out as much on your own yeah but if you like kind of know what you want to do it is nice to find maybe a smaller school that will give you a little bit more leeway in like shaping what you want to it's almost like they're teaching uh theory you know Mm. the theory about the different stuff and then you're finding the right program that works for you i like that right yeah, I mean, yeah, that was like a lot of my other classes. Like, they still make you go through like color theory and then like mm-hmm. a lot of graphic design mm-hmm. classes and like type and all of that. So it's like 
this was all more for my my specialized part of my classes but there was Mm -hmm. still like a ton of like just the standard art school like you know a figure drawing class or like a perspective drawing class like you still had to go through those in like your beginning years um which i think is really good because you i mean like someone said i don't know but like you have to know the rules before you can like start to break them and so like forcing everyone to get this base knowledge of like design theory is definitely something that like you won't really probably seek out yourself until maybe later on in your career to like look up on youtube like you'd obviously go for like the cool tutorial that like makes you make like shiny spheres or something versus like color theory like that's not an interesting video to like teach yourself um from the internet so it's good to maybe go somewhere that will like make you get a good base for sure for sure um so So you sorry go ahead no i was gonna say just so what was it about uh uh that that drove you towards cinema 4d specifically Um, you know like why if you're studying all this other stuff what was it about you know that that made you want to pursue that as a career you know yeah i think um the reason i picked that was just like uh my roommate um not aaron covret he was my roommate at the school Mm -hmm. um we had another roommate also named aaron um who was uh (laughs) there and he was using it from some other stuff and he was just showing us all like how cool it was and it just basically off that i was like cool like i can find like that was the other thing like finding tutorials that like made sense and were presented well like a lot of them for like maya or other things were just like super like mundane or just like not presented Mm -hmm. like in a fun way because i came from like i used to make logos and like powerpoint and then like someone's like you should really use like illustrator that's what you're trying to use but you're using powerpoint i was like oh okay cool Mm -hmm. i'll get like illustrator and with that i got like my parents to get me like the whole creative suite for like my birthday and so like there was all these other programs that were just kind of like always listed there and i saw like after effects and illustrator and i was like oh illustrator like works with after effects pretty well like all i can bet i can do some stuff in there and then Mm -hmm. like all the effects and stuff and then i found andrew kramer and like video copilot and like that way of presenting like learning and like tutorials was like super like like the best i had seen from like a lot of people and i felt like grayscale gorilla had that same kind of yeah presentation and so it just mm-hmm. like clicked to like oh i can like learn from this person it's super easy and i just like didn't really look at any other programs and i think it was the easiest one to rip at the time it was like a <laughs> yeah. lot of people were ripping like um cinema 40 not many people were ripping the other ones or like well ripping them well i guess right and so yeah and tis, it was tis. a mac program too yeah yeah i, I had it on my laptop of, too yeah. it was like safer to get those kind of things on <laughs> max because people didn't spend the mm-hmm. time to like make all the viruses for them but right yeah definitely don't do that because they have a great student subscription that you can get yes um, and go go <laughs> yeah, that route what like four yeah. bucks or something like that i don't remember it's i cheap. think it's free it's, if you know. can show your like student id yeah i think there was something different like four dollars mm. or something you're basically just paying the processing fee for uh, education maybe. i don't know but yeah yeah i just yeah. after a couple of years in school I just emailed them. I was like, do you have one of these? They're like, yeah, you just have to like send us a student ID and like have your teacher for the class, like sign off on it. So I was able to do that after and like get it on like school machines and stuff, um, which is super cool of them. I mean, the only like nothing's watermarked or anything. You can do everything Mm -hmm. else. It just like has a warning that pops up saying it's from the student license. And so, yeah, if you are a student, (laughs) you should go that route and not try to pirate it. Yeah, I hear that a lot about uh, about the Adobe Suite, about people kind of 
it's like trickle down effect you know you start on one <laughs> uh-huh. and then the other ones kind of fall into place and you realize right. they're all kind of similar and uh it's a gateway drug right yeah yeah, yeah but you're so into funny. other stuff too like you do houdini and stuff too now right yeah yeah that's kind yeah. of yeah once i got into like cinema um just using that for like a long time was like fun to like explore and like learn in and then i think from that the other like first outside of that thing i literally jumped to was like different render engines because like when i got into it like the king of them was like v-ray but it was like way too expensive um and i couldn't figure out a way to get a trial to work and so i just like skipped it completely and just learned like physical renderer inside of cinema because it Mm -hmm. was like it came with it and then after a while octane like had like a free trial you could download just had like a watermark and so like that was Mm -hmm. like the craziest thing Mm -hmm. at the time on my tiny little laptop i could like see a real-time picture of like what i was rendering yeah. i was like this is insane yeah. and it's crazy you know how that long i had that you know how long i had the sample uh of octane render no about five minutes yeah because literally <laughs> i was like nope i'm buying this now yeah as soon as i saw that real-time viewport <coughs> almost real-time viewport. my my but. student budget did not jump as <laughs> eagerly to that i was like that's yeah. cool i'll just run with free stuff for as long as i can gosh what um, version was that that was version two right that we started on, what? Dave? Octane? Octane 2, yeah. yeah. Octane yeah. 2. Oh, yeah. That was, was when like... they introduced animation instead of just still <laughs> frames. Yeah. Was it? Funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we were we had no idea, even when we were using it, me and my um, classmates, that like it was dependent on the GPU. Like We knew it said it was GPU, but like we didn't know that's why it was like crashing our little tiny MacBooks, because like they just had nothing in there, really as far as like gpu is like the least amount of power it could use and so it would just like glitch out and crash i was like this thing's cool but it's like super glitchy yeah. and someone's like you should put an eGPU into it and i was like oh yeah i should mm-hmm. um and then like i ran with that for like a little bit and then like fully switched just to go to pc because everyone's like look at you can just like build this thing for like yeah. a couple hundred bucks yeah. throw a ton of like expensive stuff in it and then it works like amazingly fast and I always saw that one, like, um, there's, like, a tunnel with, like, a greeble box, and, like, this guy had, like, I think at the time, like, four 1080s, I think, was, like, uh, no, he had Titans, um, mm-hmm. and he was almost, like, real-time, as soon as he paused, like, looking around this box, it, like, immediately, like, was a finished render, I was, like, that's the way to go, we just need to have PCs, and so, yeah. me and all my roommates, like, built one for, like, VR, but also rendering, mm-hmm. um, and after that, I was just, like, yeah, which is, I like Apple, but not not enough to like stay on that really weird ecosystem right. for like yeah. rendering and everything. That's um, the best thing. You build that system for rendering and then you got all that fun gaming mm-hmm. gear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like VR gear and everything else. And streaming right. gear. Yeah. It's so weird how like, yeah. yeah, for a job, like our jobs, we have to build this thing. And then it essentially is like the peak of like, you know, you want to game on it. It's like the best gaming machine. If you want to like do yeah. live streaming, you have that as well. It's like, it's like just everything else that kind of comes with it. And we just have it for our jobs, which is always funny to explain to people yeah. it's like uh, i already had it so it's like only a couple hundred bucks to like get a camera now it's like a streaming setup it's like yeah inner time like it's covers everything mm-hmm. there's also a piece of software i was curious if you use um now a lot of people have been using this and you don't hear them talk about it much i think it's called blender <laughs> you never hear anybody talk about no. it no. Is that, they never talk about it when they use it no. Uh, <laughs> Do you use Blender? <laughs> I've opened Blender. I have it in my dock, and I oh, accidentally open it all the time because, like, I have <laughs> it right next to Cinema, and like, uh-huh. every time I open it, at least it opens really fast, so I can close yeah. it quickly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> I've opened it and like I definitely I definitely see where all these people are coming yeah. from and like yeah. I'll watch yeah. a video I'm like dang that is like that is really smart and like that is a cool yeah. way to build it and I just can't bring myself to like stick with <laughs> like being inside of it for too long because it's just like I don't know I'm just so much more comfortable in cinema at this point that yeah. like if you're starting out for sure check it out because a it's free and like it's really good right. and it's getting way closer to being like industry standard for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. i heard it's like already that for modeling and everything but it's just such a backwards way of thinking for like a lot of other stuff that you've kind of been ingrained in like how to think about stuff so at this point i've just kind of like given up that maybe i'll pick it up someday if i want to like replace another program with it but like at this point cinema i'm fine with and Houdini. Yeah. like yeah. i i've if I would have maybe picked Blender over learning Houdini, maybe that would have been a good choice. But like now that I'm fairly confident in Houdini and cinema, like there's not a lot where I'm like, oh, I need a program that can do this thing. And like Blender is the program um, just because I've accidentally backed myself into that corner of like knowing how to use like six different other separate applications yeah. for like what would have been good in Blender. Um, I don't know. Do you guys ever watch the uh, lazy tutorials that like Ian hubert i think makes them he's like a no big i don't think so i'll see if i can send you his twitter but um he like gave a talk about like all this crazy really well done blender stuff um that he does for like like set extensions and like green screening people onto stuff and he has like photogrammetry tricks and stuff and when he explains it i'm like wow yeah everyone should use blender because it's like so easy but kind of if you know how to use it like if you had the entire knowledge of like all of your maxon knowledge and all your other program knowledge mm-hmm. funneled into blender then yeah it would like you wouldn't need to go anywhere else but that's a huge undertaking i think yeah. for a lot of people to just like erase like years of memory of like all these other things right. that they've like learned just to like get something that's like maybe 10 percent more future proof um i don't yeah i don't see a lot yeah. of people doing that yeah but. i have it just in case i need it for right. something but for me i i'm lucky enough to barely even get into cinema nowadays (laughs) because i'm just doing mograph stuff Mm. yeah you know i i i got to a point you know i i liked learning i i I don't know i was a i was a software aficionado i enjoyed you know dabbling in all these different render engines and different software and stuff and we have a lot of stuff and i i got to a point where i'm like i i've just got to call it quits i'm not gonna learn blender you know there's no reason for me to learn blender if I'm going to, it, it, and this is me, you know, if for any reason I ever left Cinema 4D, it would probably go to learn Maya or something like that. Something a, quite a bit more industry standard than Blender. Is it because it feels like too much of a sideways move? It does. That- I mean, yeah, it's like, why would I learn another 3D software when this 3D software does exactly what I need? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that it only makes sense if you're like planning to knock out two programs that you're paying for now and go with the free one. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely that's like a good call because like you could cover your ZBrush, um, yeah, Rhizom, Houdini, and Cinema if you really wanted to like go out. You could cross all those out, never pick them up again, and go with Blender if you want to take the undertaking of like learning everything you know and those ones like probably even like substance painter i haven't seen anyone do like insane work but like it seems like it slowly like because of the nature of how like open source it is and how much people can just like 
all of a sudden there can be a whole like add-on that like totally changes like how people can use it um i think that it's like it has huge potential but it's just like i don't know yeah it would seem like a like a sideways move if you jump from cinema over to blender because like they are both really great tools that are like not you know for film industry standard like they're not really Mm -hmm. what's on the call sheet for like someone that needs to come in and do like look dev work on a film like that um like scale they're just like both not quite recognized yet um i mean especially because cinema is not really going for that market but like if blender wanted to i'm sure you could get the work done it's just like if they're not asking for blender artists like it doesn't really yeah. matter at that point yeah yeah but for it, freelance uh, maybe, blender sure. is, is almost always my first recommendation for any time right. someone wants to learn just you know dabble in 3d for the know, first time um, yeah yeah hey, check out yeah. blender blender's free yeah so it is a nice option to have that now yeah Mm -hmm. i think that it's good i mean a lot of the stuff does seem to be familiar like when people are explaining how some stuff works it like does seem to follow the right like it's not wasted time if you learn blender and then want to go on to a different program but right um yeah it's because the knowledge is still there you know you're 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 learning basics and you know Mm -hmm. techniques versus you know how to press that grease pencil dough yeah that that is very cool yeah yeah that and they had the like um box cutter plugin was like with them at first but it seems like a lot of times like when it's it's introduced somewhere first but then like after a yeah. little bit everyone kind of like, integrates it like marvelous designer had a right. huge chunk of the market because they could do like the cloth sims at real time then like mm-hmm. within the updates like houdini updates and they have like a cloth brush and vellum is like already super yeah. far advanced mm-hmm. and then zbrush at the same time it's like oh you were biting off that chunk of our market cool we'll just add it in and now yeah. we have a cloth yeah. brush in here so it's like eh yeah. i don't know it's great for us because everyone's going to be getting all these additions to their stuff but um to kind of like bank your entire software on one it's like eh, i don't know if that's like yeah. worth it so what uh what kind of projects are you working on right now and what types of software are you using for me um right now i am on vacation um, nice <laughs> so no projects right now yeah i didn't take like any vacation all of last year just because i just like wanted to keep renewing contracts and like keep yeah. the momentum going because the year was so um yeah. unforeseen so mm-hmm. um at the end i was like wow i haven't taken any vacation so like after christmas i was just like i'm just gonna take because no one knows what they're doing in january no company yeah. ever like has anything set in stone yeah. so i'm just like i'm just gonna take that time that i was already gonna not have any work and just call it an official vacation um but before that i was with a studio here freelancing almost all of the 2020 at uh, which was perception um they're here Mm -hmm. in new york and they work Mm -hmm. with marvel a lot um they do a lot of fui stuff um so i was working with them on a bunch of nda stuff can't talk about right um yeah but same uh, same we've never been able to post anything we've ever done with them ever yeah it's sad you know so lots of stuff now john Um, john's still there right Mm -hmm. yeah johnny reached out on twitter uh like 2019 i think it was like hey i like your stuff you should like you know get in contact with some of our producers here it would be like a good fit and then like scheduling never quite worked out um before them i was at uh imaginary forces doing some freelance work with their la office Mm -hmm. um and more stuff that is nda and not released um <laughs> yeah but yeah and then it eventually clicked and then it was easy just to renew with them they have all 
court all sorts of projects going on over there so it was fun but yeah johnny doug those guys are still there um doing stuff johnny's who i worked with most and then a bunch of other freelancers worked with billy um yeah on our last one he was there um and that's kind of the project that i ended before went on vacation but yeah so what are you gonna do when you come back are you you getting back to freelance or yeah um yeah kind of figuring out that like first hold second hold dance with a bunch of places yeah um coming back into the new year but um probably gonna be yeah sticking freelance for the most of this year um liked it last year like the kind of you can change like if you're on a project and like you don't really want to be anymore you can kind of just like wrap it up and then like not have to do anything more whereas like i don't know i've done staff stuff too you're always like cleaning up after freelancers once they leave <laughs> yeah. and like all the revisions yeah. that are coming in after they've left them um, so freelance life has been pretty good that's good Billy says he's pro- fingers crossed working on trying to show stuff <laughs> yeah i think we got yeah. a green light that we can show some of that stuff that we worked on together but haven't figured out a way to present that yet but yeah um, yeah maybe if billy comes you want to be something. able to show stuff if you can yeah. in order to get get more gigs mm-hmm. yeah it's fun working an entire year on awesome projects that you can't show on your reel at all <laughs> right? i know i know our entire year yeah, our entire can, year last year yeah. we can privately show it we can yeah. talk of in generalities about mm-hmm. it but it's like ah oh, yeah well. last year was my <laughs> first time like being on like um like a feature film project and like that just i wasn't like used to how like locked like locked down yeah. those projects are and like yeah we were at like a point where it's like yeah no like internet access for anyone that was working on it mm-hmm. like during the time and i was like wow this is crazy um, yeah but yeah i did a bunch a, of work for samsung back in the day Anytime they have a new device coming out and Mm, they would make you be in a clean room, quote unquote, clean room where it's like you go into their place. They have all the assets there. You anything that you take in, you have to leave until the announcement. So Mm. you if you're working on a computer, you have to leave that computer there. You can't have your cell phone on. You can't do anything. Can't even bring in uh, like uh, hard drives or thumb drives or anything Mm. like that, you know. So when you're rendering, you just have to sit there instead of scrolling through Reddit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, what you would do is you would hit render, and then you'd walk out into the non-clean room and then surf the internet there. And get on TikTok there. Right. (laughs) Speaking of which, you're on TikTok a little bit, right? You you were the first person I followed on TikTok. Oh, I feel honored. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was on TikTok. (laughs) Me and my wife broke down early quarantine. We're like, we should just... Because for a long time, we were like, TikTok's dumb. It will never yeah. be Vine. It's just a bunch of kids. Because, I mean, yeah. we knew about it from, like, Musical.ly, which is what it was before it was TikTok, which was, like, specifically a, like, lip-syncing app. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's dumb. I don't like this. This is not cool. Yeah. Um, and so I was, like, never downloading it. And then it, like, switched to TikTok. I was like, never going to do it. It's not funny. Um, and then, like, we <laughs> were just so bored. They were like, maybe we should. Just, you know, just for fun. Just as, like, a joke. And then we downloaded it. And now we're stuck with it yeah because it's it's super funny at this point like it's definitely like there is one side of like tiktok that like is still like the old like kind of cringy stuff that like people yeah. post but like now oh my gosh there's me <laughs> wow we're oh that. my gosh i loved that one i loved that <laughs> one <laughs> and there's so many of these like weird tiktok memes i was like oh i could think of a thousand of these for the MoGraph community and yeah. there's MoGraph memes on like instagram who was like doing you know traditional ones but yeah these ones are like oh i could do it on tiktok 
Because uh-huh. there's just yeah. such a different amount of like, um, like it's got a different ground vibe to play with. Yeah, than and just like, like memes. It's like those right. really meta TikTok memes. Yeah, these make no yeah. sense without the audio. Yeah, I was gonna so say. Now yeah. you just get to watch them dance. Link um, <laughs> for sure. You know? Yeah, go watch watch all of those ones. But yeah. yeah, it was super fun. And then after a while, I was like, I don't know. I just like wasn't coming up with any good ones, so I was like, I'll just I'll just leave it out there for people to enjoy. But it was fun. Did you for... get a bunch of hits? Like, what what was your biggest hit? My biggest one is like this slime render that I had posted before, but I just like tagged it as oddly satisfying, and people go nuts for that kind of stuff on the internet. So I think that one has like two hundred thousand views oh, or something. That's nice. Yeah, not as big as a hit. Um, it's like down. It's on the pedestal. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that guy. yeah. Cool. Axing animations. Ooh, that's Little pretty. Guy. That subsurface, v- though. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting to see how people respond to the 3D stuff on TikTok. It's yeah. very different from Insta. Yeah, it's. Yeah, um, and, and I've always said it has to be catered to TikTok. You know, it yeah. can't just be yeah. a you know port over from something else. Right. Yeah. And like a lot of people, like I don't know, it's like it doesn't matter as much. Like Instagram is like still like people will care about like oh wow what a photorealistic render but like on tiktok mm-hmm. it's like you're going for like shock awe, like Comedy. something yeah it's yeah. like not really there for like a huge animation piece i've seen a lot of people like um 3d like put into like footage like i think goes over the yeah. best like yeah it does because people don't like get like caught up on the fact that it's mm. like a fully 3d piece but like a lot of those like lupin ones that were like really popular in instagram i've mm-hmm. seen a lot of those do well um but mm-hmm. yeah not very much the stuff that i like put like a still won't really yeah go over very well yeah so yeah um but yeah and once i figured out it wasn't like the best platform for like portfolio pieces i was like right. eh, i'll just put <laughs> memes on here and um <laughs> for the, the very small niche audience that there is on tiktok for that because mm-hmm. like there's like no one like i like originally i was like oh I'll go follow people the first person i followed i think was like people was like on tiktok yeah. before yeah i was like oh wow he's he like already right here away. yeah and <laughs> yeah. he's just putting all his little animations up there which yeah that's been crazy to see that stuff it's a little detour from tiktok but like all of his crypto stuff back into yeah. that mm-hmm. conversation a little bit that was insane i was trying to i don't remember when he did that but like since then if like he didn't take any of that stuff out from the sales like that's almost he Doubled. didn't. He. Got, I th- I'm pretty sure he got paid in cash. He didn't get paid in Ethereum. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a bummer. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that Ethereum yeah. collected then. Mm-hmm. If you just held it, that's like doubled at this. Yeah, point, he would have. Yeah, I think he would have gone from three million to eight million. Yeah. Someone was just oh, insane. Gosh. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I had a weird like crypto tweet where I was like, I was looking at the lowest point that you could have bought Bitcoin mm-hmm. at, which was like in 2017. You could get it for six cents. Which was like a glitch Shame. crash. It wasn't oh. supposed to be that low, but it was that low. You could buy it. And oh. if you bought $100 worth of that um, in April of 2017, you would have $56 million right now um, oh from that. Don't buy, talk to which me is, about that. Which is just a fun little... <laughs> you know, I, I feel bad about it too because I used to listen to some really nerdy tech podcasts about networking mm. and IT and all of this just because. And years ago i was hearing about this years ago and i just kept thinking oh maybe i should check that out and i never did and i have millions of dollars now i always wanted to mine dogecoin (laughs) that's like almost as high as it's ever been right right now i think is it it's like at a cent 
I think, officially. Oh, yeah? One cent? Yeah. Highest it's ever been. Can you actually trade it on Robinhood? It's a doji doge world. (laughs) I don't know if you can trade it. I don't know where you could get it, but... Yeah. I might get into Ethereum a little more. I just... I gotta gotta understand. I, I need to find a good resource that teaches you how to read these charts. That's my big oh, thing. Oh, the like, candle wicks and stems yeah. and sticks and... Yeah, it did. I don't know. Every time January, I do it... Detail. Yeah, just a couple days ago, it went up to one penny. Wow. Every time you do it, what? The crazy thing is... um, Oh, uh, about the candle. Every time I do it, like, I draw my yeah. own line. I'm like, yeah, this is great. But then I'm like, am I even drawing this line correctly? Is this, like, actually how this trend uh, is going? Or am I just like... Because you can pick... It really depends on which wicks you really pick, and so you could pick yeah. good ones or bad ones, and I just don't know, like, the logic and picking which one of those are supposed to be going with, but, yeah, the doge is yeah. kind of crazy. I did the same thing of looking at, like, the lowest doge has been, if you put a $100 buy, and you only you really make, like... You can buy Dogecoin on Robinhood. <laughs> can you really? <laughs> I would suggest probably oh, not man. doing it now, and it's, like, almost all-time high, but... Oh, man, it's, 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 it's only up from here. The to the moon, right? Uh, to the moon, going, that's what Kevin just said in the chat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what makes me really sad is I w- there was an article talking about how Square did like a huge, I think like fifty million dollar buy of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. like in the middle of the year, and how that like has doubled for them. I was just like, they wow. they're not the people that need to be doubling their right. money. But I mean, it's <laughs> crazy that they can do that big of a buy. And yeah. Just like yeah, they're really making bank off these like huge bull runs. That's that's quite a gamble. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, okay, so this is what I've been looking at as far as mining, right? So it's like, I'm mining right now. Mm -hmm. I was up to like $175, you know, and then it started going down, down, down. Now it's down to like 158. But all of that is quote unquote free money. I'm spending like $1 to get like $10, you know, or whatever. It's just all about my time and my resources on my computer. Yeah. So yeah, right. if the if the price goes down to like ten grand again, you know, then it's like I still have money, you know, that I only spent, you know, pennies on the dollar to get. It's just not as much. Not worth right. as much. Yeah. yeah. And eventually it'll go up again. And if I ever want to sell it, I can. So you've been streaming as well, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you've been you were streaming. Well, you've got videos on your YouTube yes. and things, but also you've been on Twitch and then like putting those onto YouTube as well. The Twitch streams that are interviews mm-hmm. with different artists. So tell us a little bit more about that because you got quite a few on there. Yeah, um, some point in quarantine, I was like, I should be like doing interviews because I kind of like missed um, the. You know, being in, like, studio, the, like, mm-hmm. flow in and out of different, like, freelancers and stuff was always fun because you would get to meet new people. And I was like, eh, it's kind of, like, stagnant because I can't really go anywhere I'm working yeah. from home. So, I was like, it would be cool if there was, like, a place to, like, interview people that would be, like, a nice form of, like, soft networking, but also, like, a cool, like, catalog that I could, like, look back to and for the people that are on. Because right before that, I was on Ash Thorpe's um the the collective podcast and it was cool because mm-hmm. like when he asked me on like i did like a lot of prep work and it was like thinking about different ways because he kind of just has a pretty loose format of like talking about people like where they started and like how they got to where they are in the industry and i was like that was like super fun for me personally to like 
do that prep work and be like, okay, this is kind of like how things connect in like my path of like where I got to where I am now. And it's like, that'd be fun for like other people, I'm sure. So if I like invite some people onto like a mm-hmm. loose interview style kind of like stream and then with chat from it being live stream, they can ask their own questions. And so that's kind of like where it started. And then I was like, oh, I could also do like tutorials this way, like do them live and then not have to like really yeah, kind of do edit. the edit it, editing yeah. process. Like I'll just yeah. pop it up as like a live stream. And if people want to go through, they can. Um, and that proved like a little bit more difficult because I kind of had to like rework any project I did into like, how did I come up? Because a lot of times I'm just kind of like jamming on something, not really thinking about what I'm doing. And then it like, I'll post it. And then people are like, how did you do that? I was like, ah, I don't really know. Cause it yeah. was like a lot of like trial and error. So coming up with like a streamlined way of doing it was like a little bit more work. And so it kind of just faded into just doing the interviews with people every weekend um, through 2020. I think I started in like September. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. did one every weekend until um, this past December and then went on break. Hopefully going to kick them up this year, just probably on a less frequent schedule. But yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Had a bunch of people kind of from our industry, like um, Cornelius, um, mm-hmm. Raphael. Um, so mm-hmm. those kind of people, but then also some hometown friends that I like went to art school with that are not specifically in like 3d and then some other people, um, from some other industries, just as like other people that I follow that I, I personally like wanted to like interview and like get to know them better. So yeah. it was kind of cool that you can kind of just disguise like a friendly catch up, like, or get to know someone better as like a interview and everyone's down for it, which is a nice way yeah. to like softly network. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been really a f- great way for us to keep up with people over yeah. the last year in quarantine. Yeah, it's been it, sure. one of my favorite things about doing the podcast is is getting to meet all of these amazing artists, you know, who you look up to and stuff yeah. like that. And you're like, okay, cool. You know. After Aryev is done with his course, you should hit him up, see if he'll come on once yeah. you get going again. We were, we did schedule it, and then he was doing stuff for the course, and he was like, oh, maybe, maybe yeah. next month, uh, maybe next month, and he's I was like, so we can just do yeah. it next year, and he's like, yeah, that'd be <laughs> yeah. way better than my thing will be out and everything, so, yeah, it was, yeah, uh, I just, like, done. DM'd a ton of people, like, anyone I could think of, and I was like, would you want to, and, like, most people were like, absolutely, and I was like, oh, I wasn't thinking everyone would, like, yeah. want to do this, so, now I have to have well, a whole big well, no spreadsheet. No one has anything to do right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone's like, absolutely, I'm down. Um, yeah. Because everybody has a camera and a microphone now, too, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, especially so. people in, like, 3D. I guess, yeah, everyone, because of, like, online meetings, I guess everyone all is the Zooms, kind of all set up <laughs> for it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, like, so. it was super fun. Um, hopefully going to do more, like, maybe, like, working with people um, and do those so it's, like, less of just, like, two faces chatting. Maybe someone will be, like, working on something um, and then do that live, but... Yeah, figuring out Twitch and everything was a huge uh, learning experience of, like, how to live stream stuff. I thought it was, like, way more plug-and-play than it was, but, like, to do, like, um, like a DSLR camera like I have, I had to get, like, a capture card yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. that, like, takes up a slot on the motherboard and everything, and so it was a lot more involved. Um, but once it got going, it was a lot easier kind of towards the end to, like, get them going because it was, like, in a rhythm, especially with, like, interviewing was, like, kind of more familiar with like how to steer conversations around and like avoid dead space and stuff so yeah definitely got better at public speaking i would yeah. think um because that's like something that the first time maxon asked me to like do i think it was like nab new york 
I was like freaking yeah. out because it was crazy. Yeah, we were there. yeah you yeah. guys <laughs> run those ones. Yeah. So I was like crazy nerves, like sick to my stomach, like the whole week before presenting. Um, and now I was like, I'll just force myself to do it like every weekend. That's yeah. Yeah. When it definitely, when helps. I was in college, uh, starting out, you know, we were on camera. We, we had to have someone who was on camera. So you'd have these people who just didn't mind being on camera. Yeah. And like you had some people who were just devastated and like shaking the second they mm-hmm. got in front of a camera. And by the end of the entire thing, it's just like, we don't care anymore. You know, yeah. no one cares. Yeah. Put me on camera. Yeah. I, I don't give a crap. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, nice learning experience. Um, but yeah, just more planning this year to kind of figure out time slots for everyone. But I will be doing more of them just probably less frequently <laughs> yeah and you got some other videos on there too like your your lord of the star rings <laughs> yeah that was something i made in college where i and this was um i would like to say this is before andrew kramer came about came out with saber like maybe mm-hmm. i would say two weeks before that came out so oh. i did this entire thing with like masks <laughs> tracked onto footage and like keyframe animated for the whole sequence um, and then like two weeks later he came out with Saber, which would have made this like maybe a two hour ordeal versus the that's like really multi day thing. Um, but yeah, that's like mostly what college was like a ton of just like making these random videos that like mm-hmm. taught soft skills kind of inside the software of like, you know, like that one was like a lot of roto and like masking and stuff and like a little bit of comping, but like that's kind of where I like picked up most of my stuff was just like random personal projects. <laughs> And then, um, I forget who it was, but they claim this video and have made bank off of it. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Like, I better take it, it down, that. though, because I'll get a copyright notice. <laughs> Probably, <so>. yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it would be under, because I did, like, different sound design, too. Cause, it like, should each, be under parody. Yeah. I thought it was right? under free use, because, but apparently I didn't. I, I uh, put, mm. like, a claim, like, a reversal. I was like, hey, no, this is fair use. But then they came back, and they're like, if you lose this claim again... Um, you get like a full official strike. Yeah. It's like, eh, whatever. Have my right. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings video. But it's funny. Yeah, mm. lots of stuff like that in college of just like weird little things, but like having the ability to actually like make them. And so it's just like, oh yeah, yeah I'll, I'll make this. At the time, I thought it was original. And then I searched it on YouTube. I was like, oh no, thousands and thousands of people have done this of putting lightsabers in Lord of the Rings. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything planned for? you know, next month when you kind of start getting back into things, like as far as maybe a short or you doing dailies or anything. Um, right now I'm in like the early stages of doing like more character creation stuff for a short, which will be, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but in star Wars rebels, which was an animated TV show, it shows the like fight scene, um, where death mall spoilers gets killed by Obi-Wan like officially. Um, it's like they catch up as like old men and have like a little really fast duel and then Maul dies. So I'm in the process of making an Obi-Wan that would fit that and then Darth Maul as well. And then going to kind of animate that whole section of that fight, but in like more of a realistic 3D, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, that's um, a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it kind of takes the pressure of like um, having to think of like shots and like narration or story. <laughs> And do yeah. more of all the technical <laughs> stuff that I've never jumped into for my it's first time exercise. at doing characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm working and I did a couple streams of like creating it 
um, that are up on my YouTube of like working in Character Creator Three. I don't know if you guys have heard of that program, but mm-hmm. it's a Character it's Creator a, Three. No. It's a cool program that like you start with base human body and you have a ton of sliders to like um, change it into however you want it to be, and then you can send it over to ZBrush to sculpt more like intricate Ooh. details onto it and come back. But the best part about it is like it's pre-weighted and everything. Um, so it's like ready to go for animation. However you build this character, even if you sculpt on it, you still have like all these nice weights you can send it over, which makes it great for like Mm mocap data or anything. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the new process I'm going through. It's cool. So it's kind of like a, uh, like the building your character in a video game or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, It's meant for mostly real time stuff because they have like a, it like a uh, little plugin that sends it right over to Unreal for you to use these characters cool. like right away. Um, but it's like super detailed down to like all the texturing that you can do on a character. The only like kind of gotcha is like they're all like little plugin add-ons that you have to pay for if you want to like gotcha. go that deep mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, some people have got like crazy results from it. Um, once if you can like render it, like a lot of these results on their page are done in their like real-time renderer. But if you send it over to like Octane or anything, all the maps come over when you export and everything. So it nice. it does work pretty well. Cool. Uh, Ian Spriggs uh, has recently got into it, doing his like crazy realistic um, renders of people. I don't know if you've seen that stuff. Oh yes, but he I does have. like insanely mm-hmm. realistic celebrity ones, and he recently started like working with them uh, through like a partnership of like a proper workflow where he sends it like and uses texture xyz maps and stuff to like paint them on the people um for like crazy high fidelity uh but then it's all rigged and everything so you can like do facial poses and stuff in their little editor and it's it's pretty good so if you can pair that with like your own mocap data you can pretty easily do some nice animation without like a ton of the more technical like weight mapping and everything that yeah. people have to normally get caught up on yeah yeah That's cool how much is that? yeah this is interesting i'm gonna um, look in this we're doing a lot of character stuff yeah right i think now, the stuff so. that it's like it's like around 300 for like the base and then like there's some texturing plugins that you can get on i think when i like checked out with like a couple plugins they have a couple bundles on their thing it was like 700 bucks which like really it wasn't too terribly yeah. bad because it's it's um perpetual so it's like you just pay once That's and you good. get the updates with it Complete um, and then 3d the, character design and animation bundle 990 and that uh, one i think there's a separate program so like character creator 3 makes the characters and then mm-hmm. you can send it over to their other animation software which is iclone which sends the character over and you can like import mocap data from like mixamo into this library and like it has like a pretty nice like um kind of yeah all these different poses that you can do to people and like different Mm. little widgets that will come up for like facial stuff their big selling point is that i think they have a thing for like iphone stuff for face capturing so you can do like a oh set up your phone live link it to it kind of like maxon had but Mm -hmm. it comes with like the character controls and the nice thing i like about their animation tool set is that it's um it's like a really smart keyframing blending through like different actions so you can kind of do your like key poses it will soft yeah. blend and then you can kind of do your like add your detail in kind of how you would like or like how i do in like 2d 
keyframing of characters, how you like do the basic poses and you add in all the little details um, further. But yeah, it's um, it's a little weird. Does it do def- like the blending kind of like uh, yeah. motion clip, like blending motion clips? And kind of. Kind of um, but you can get like you can have like smart um, little things inside of it. So like it won't blend in a weird way. Like feet will try to stay posed on the ground and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth looking into. Um, and my thing was like, I just didn't want to go through Maya, which is like, yeah, the big place to do character animation. Yeah. Cause all this stuff can go as like an export into cinema. I think ah. that's like all I wanted. So yeah, it's really cool. Um, it definitely adds up with all the like little plugins that make you get, but it's a cool base. Um, Olaf, um, bloomers was the one who like put me onto this cause he was looking at it for a project <laughs> and he's like, you should get this if you want to do some character stuff. So it's like a nice wow. cheat. Yeah. Not you don't bad. want to go into Maya. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That is cool. Man. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out more. Mm-hmm. We're working on some stuff right now. We're designing some characters and they're going to have voiceover. And I'm like, mm. you know, maybe we could figure that out. Yeah. That is you the know? cool so thing. Yeah. Just, you can send audio clips to that and it will use the like um, mouth position, like based off the audio to like yeah. rough in your um, lip sync. Then you can go in and like fine tune it. But I haven't seen anything that's like film quality that's come out from it, but a lot of people aren't really using it in like offline rendering. It's all real time yeah. examples really that I've seen. So I'm interested to see how far like I can push it with like getting a really good um, base character with like ZBrush and all the different texturing options sending that over um i haven't really done much character animation so it'll be interesting to see how much i can like use myself as reference to like mm-hmm. um match the footage and stuff for like all that different thing but yeah it's fun that's what i kind of like using personal projects for is like jumping into a totally new area that's like very uncomfortable and seeing like how much i yeah. can just like hack my way through it to like get an end <laughs> result and then maybe add that to the tool um it, tool belt yeah. afterwards yeah it's like however However, how easy it is to kind of jump into kind of like dictates, am I going to dedicate more time to this? You know, am I Mm. really going to get into some heavy character stuff or not? How hard is this? And it's kind of just a matter of, you know, what do I really want to dedicate my time to in general, Mm -hmm. especially as a generalist? I want to go down the character path, the particle path. There's a a video in in the links uh, that, uh, uh, John um, Ardeman uh, put out is a face rig tutorial, mm-hmm. and it, it, the very first thing he says is, "I've learned all this stuff about doing character design, and now I'm like really bad at particles. <laughs> it's like I have no more information, or you know, room left in my brain for the right. information. I, it's like, well, and so I kind of judge stuff on that. Like, is it really easy to pick up within the first?" couple of hours where you feel like yeah. okay this is a path i could go down yeah or am i just gonna decide to hand it off to someone else or fake it a little mm-hmm. i don't know um yeah and i did want to talk about motivation versus discipline a little bit and this mm. is something i never really thought about i saw a couple things on it this week and it just made me think a little because a lot of people do a lot of people are getting into dailies right now with the new year and yep. people doing so well and crypto art is kind of having this resurgence and you have to have a lot of mo- motivation to do things yeah, you do. like that, you know, but it's, it's not just the motivation because you can have motivation to 
do dailies. I am motivated to do dailies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's the discipline that keeps you doing it. And I never thought about the difference it, because the discipline is the hard part. Yeah. So it, it's like I, uh, I did an 18 mile run this week, which was my highest so far. I'm still working through my run training and it's not the motivation. I've had motivation to lose <laughs> weight for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I know what my motivation is. I have the motivation, but it's like, I, I pushed it this weekend. I really felt like I was running out of discipline because that 18 was the hardest thing I've ever done yeah. in my life. Yeah. You know, it, it physically. And it, so it, nothing really happens until you motivate yourself and then find that discipline and do stuff consistently. So, yeah, I don't know. Doing something like dailies takes discipline because everyone, again, everyone has the motivation to do those yeah. dailies and mm-hmm. they're ready to go, but, you know, discipline though. Um, you know, Beeple has discipline. Yeah. <laughs> 5,000 days in a row. Yeah. I love his 5,000 day uh, one. Where it's just some kid drawing, and it's got all of his weird characters behind him. Yes. <laughs> so funny. That was good. This is it supposed to be him as a kid? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, looking at Instagram all day, too, is definitely motivation. Yeah. Mm. To get into dailies or to do more renders, but a lot of people find it discouraging to look yeah. at that stuff. And, and I agree with that, but it's like, why is that discouraging? Why do I look at that stuff and get discouraged? And not just because of what we talked about in the past, which is you're discouraged because you see everybody else doing it in bulk. Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing all the hard work behind it. That's understandable. But I think people get discouraged, too, because they have not been able to find that discipline. Yeah. You know, they really want to do it. They're motivated. They just can't find the discipline. And discipline almost feels like it's a, a commodity. Yeah. Yeah, I get so, that. It's like your your frustration is coming from the lack of discipline and you have to decide what you're really going to put the discipline into every day because mm-hmm. you know like time or something. You only have so much time in a day. So I, so how I, much time I at the same can you devote? Patience, you know? Like especially with two children, you know? Mm-hmm. I only have a finite amount of patience throughout the day, you know, before I I just I lose, I lose my temper, you know? Yeah, you lose your patience. And yeah, you, don't wanna, and it's, you lose your discipline. Right, you don't want to lose it, your discipline. Yeah. And it's like when mm-hmm. you, uh, sometimes when you have so many more things going on in your life, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to be disciplined to do, like to go work out, you know? Like there was, there was yeah. like a year and a half in which I was working out every single day, you know? And then I took a break because I had a very stressful project at work you know, and then I completely lost that discipline, you know, of going right. every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I look down at my man boobs and I say, yeah, I'm motivated to work out, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes, so, yeah, sometimes uh, yeah. that is the motivation that gets you to that discipline. To I know, discipline. I know the scale yeah. sometimes or the fear that NAB is coming very soon. Yeah. That is my, that's my that's motivation. Funny. To lose yeah. weight. Yeah. If you if you really want to make something happen, you've got to make a conscious yeah. decision to dedicate some of that precious commodity, so to speak, 
into that thing. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, I mean, how about Rev? He's, he's watching right now, but we'll be playing Halo. Yeah. We were playing last night. And he'll stay on the, the party chat. Yeah. And just listen and talk to us because he has to go do his render. Yeah. There's some dedication there. Yeah. You know? So I don't think I've met other people that play Halo still. I feel like everyone's left it because it's such an old game, but it's good oh, to know man. that other people still play Halo. Do you play? You play? You play Halo 5? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh dude, we need to add you to the, the Halo chat. We have a huge we have group. A big, we have like yeah. 15 people yeah. oh, wow. in our group. Yeah. 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 yeah okay, I've, uh, I go okay. and it's always like a constant. It's in between like that and then like Call of Duty, Black Ops, uh, the new one, the mm-hmm. Cold War. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys have been playing it on our yeah. our little crew. We'll we'll hook you up and put a put you in our group chat after. Yeah. It's called Halo Kitty. Yeah. Oh. We 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 stopped talking about politics yesterday after my plead for all of us to stop talking about yeah. politics. No no politics. That's where <laughs> we're going to get away the, from the Yeah, politics. the problem is like, Halo. you know, I had to start muting my phone because I was getting so many notifications and then I'd miss the notification for that's hey, anyone want to play Halo? Want to play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we decided to take it take it somewhere else. Yeah. Do a separate group for that. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to join us on there. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. it will be. Let's go to some links real quick. Links. Number one, I wanted to uh, give a little hey, shout I, out to. Hold, hold, hold I, okay, go what? ahead. Go what? Ahead. No, I was going to say what? before the links. Do you, do you have the thing about my what? boxes in there? Oh, boxes? Yeah, okay, let's talk that's, about that's some boxes. Very good, that's, it's a good topic. It's, it's a, a good, good topic discussion, because I yeah. would like to know. I, I would like to ask the chat and Isaac, I would like to, I, I would like to ask everyone, how long mm-hmm. do y'all hold on to boxes? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I've got... I, I, so I have... Like good boxes or like, like just any box? Two closets. Yeah, that's I have two closets question, worth of just Matt. like... Of cool boxes, like Product all my boxes, old right? iPhone not Amazon boxes. boxes. No, not just Amazon, but not okay. just straight cardboard boxes. But like, I mean, it's a cool box, you know. It's like all the iPad boxes are cool, and like you know, the motherboard boxes are cool, and I keep all of my stupid thirty ninety boxes. And yeah, like, I saw the meme going around this week of I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can go ahead and throw away that box from your iPhone. <laughs> It's like yeah. I, I I saw there was a TikTok where a guy was like he's like I think the hardest decision you'll make as an adult is whether or not to keep that box because it's a pretty good box <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's like I've got I I I I've got a switch you know I've got two switches now since we got my kid one for Christmas and it's like do I hold on to both of those boxes I mean they're good boxes you know. Here's what I'll here's I'll put in my two cents on this because I have been made fun of for keeping boxes <laughs> for way too long. But after moving, I've done a little bit better. There's still stuff I keep, but I'll, I'll tell you, I do keep graphics card boxes. Yeah. And because yep. they're small enough, I can put stuff in them and I can uh, like if I if I want to sell it later, I, I kind of keep them tucked somewhere. But some of these big boxes, come on. There was a time I had like all the boxes for like the Mac pro and all the laptops I've ever bought and all the giant boxes of Apple software, logic and Mm -hmm. final cut pro and the books I'm never going to look at because they're in PDF form. I've, I've generally come up with a rule that if it's something that I might need to take somewhere. Yeah. Like for example, my audio interface, I might need to pack that and, and put that in a box and 
take it with us somewhere, I'll keep it. But with a, let's say I get, I don't know, let's say I get my power supply that I just got the other day and I open it up and I take it out. If there's anything in that box that I need, like cables, because like a power supply, right? You're, you're going to get all the extra cables. And yeah. at some point you're going to need that one yeah. weird four plus two pin thing that goes to some other thing and splits out, right? And it, Okay, you, you got to keep all of that gack somewhere. So that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But if you got something else, I don't know. What do I have around here? Um, the box that my Nest uh, smoke detector Right, I've in. got all my Nest okay. stuff. It's like, right? I mean, those are cool boxes. And what no, happens when I move, if I move... Like I'm, I'm gonna. T- you yeah, better believe I'm taking the, all my Nest stuff with me. And you're gonna pack it up all neat in that box that it's not gonna fit in anyway because you don't have all the foam things in there, yeah. right? And you took half. No, throw it out. I don't know. I like what Jason said in the in the chat. It, it, I, I keep boxes. I know I might resell the product. You know, I, I like yeah. that. So I mean, that gives me a good idea. It's like okay, so I got to keep my GPU boxes because I may sell mm-hmm. those later. You know, I may keep the motherboard boxes, but my little box for... But what about my box for, like, the Nintendo SNES Classic, you know? I mean, that's a cool box. It's, uh, I don't know. You know? That's, that's tough. The thing is, like, <laughs> when I take something out of a box, I take out all the packaging, all the, you know, the CD that you can't use because you right. don't even have a drive. Right. Uh, I unwrap everything. I take all the components out and then I put all the little pieces of plastic and the tape and the wire ties and all the things back into the box right away. Cause everything's out. You just throw that box away and uh-huh. you're done. You put it in recycle. Get back to mother nature. I like what blue said. You're just trying to tell yourself to keep that box. <laughs> yeah. Let go, man. It's a, it's a psychological thing. It is. It yeah. is. You're, you're and you know, I've, I've also it. got like, I, I, I was cleaning out my closet in my media room because I finally ran an HDMI. I, I've been wanting to do this since I moved into the house. Run an HDMI cable to mm-hmm. the TV, you know, and then run it all the way into my closet. What up? What up, Winbush? <laughs> um, I'm sorry. He just I've got a, a Winbush appeared. I've got a uh, I've got an outlet in my closet so that I can run like my PC, my gaming PC and my Xbox and, you know, my printer and all this other stuff. And, uh, uh, so now it's not in there, you know, it's just in the closet. It's, you know, you don't see it. And so, but I have all these old, like I've got rock band, like Beatles rock band for PS three. And it's like Mm -hmm. one, I didn't hook up my PS three. So do I really need rock band for PS three or should I just get rid of it? And if I get rid of it, do I throw it in the trash? Do I sell it on eBay? Do I go and get $4 from GameStop for it? You know? Put it on the lawn and say free stuff and it will yeah. be gone. I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. Billy <sighs> says if you keep those boxes, you're the oh, same gosh, type I of am. person who I keeps the potions 100% in case I need them in the, a video the game. The person who keeps the potions in case I need them in a video game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, I, and then but you the end up beating the game them, because, you know with all these extra potions yeah yeah oh no the longer you keep them man the longer the longer the harder it's going to be to get rid of them yeah that's the thing if you throw it away right away it won't get sad you know there's that thing in your head that says this thing's going to be sad because you're throwing it away (laughs) 
Right. Don't like tell Toy me you've Story, never right? thought of that. <laughs> yeah. You got to move the plates from the bottom of the stack when right. you're doing dishes to the top because they're going to get sad because you never use them. Oh, okay. You, you think, know it's gone through your you head think before. think inanimate objects are happy and sad? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> it's not, not really, but there's that part of you, that childlike thing from your childhood that comes back and says, I don't want to get rid of it, though. Even yeah. though there's no reason yeah. not to get rid of something. Right. This applies to, and not just boxes. Yeah. <laughs> why do you keep why do you keep that old camera that doesn't work anymore? Right. Or or that isn't right. that good anymore. I've got an old Polaroid camera that I'm keeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be sad if you sad throw it like the, trash. the IKEA lamp. <laughs> Remember yeah. wasn't that a meme? Wasn't that a meme? The IKEA lamp sad. or something? No, 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 no. It was uh it was uh Michel Gondry. Did a yeah. a a short film or whatever, a commercial for an IKEA lamp, and it was this IKEA lamp that was just like sitting on the tr- by the trash, and it was so sad. And they were playing sad music, and then it like cranes up to Michelle Gondry sitting in his apartment. He goes, "It's just a lamp. Don't be sad for it. Just go get a new yeah. one." <laughs> I'm telling you, a lot of people think like that. <clears throat> I, don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't anyway, have the luxury okay. in New York to think like that. We either keep it or we don't, like on right. spot. Yeah, that's true. Such that's true. limited mm-hmm. space here. So I yeah. filled an yeah. entire closet of boxes, and then that's all the boxes we can keep. Yeah. Everything else goes away. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, I keep all the clutter out of my life, and the old clutter is in a storage space somewhere, <laughs> which I dread ever having to go through. So. Yeah, just auction yeah, it yeah. off. Auction the whole See, thing off. I'm thinking. Yeah, about- I should. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I'll let them. What's that show? <laughs> Storage Wars. Uh, Storage Wars. Right? Storage yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah, my buddy used to. He produced the first couple seasons of that show. I should call him up. Like, hey man, I got a storage spot for you. Yeah, come check this crap out. Storage Never Wars. What you'll find? Storage Wars, Texas. Right. I've got. Yeah, I yeah. got like literally all these old dual G4 towers in there, G5, just stuff. What am I going to do with that? Set up a CPU render farm. You know? Team Viewer. Be sad Team if Viewer I that, away. baby. Yeah. It's not <laughs> worth it. Anyway, let me get back to the links. Do we decide? Dave's do we know? Do we, a, do we have a, an official? I, I think the consensus is if you're planning on moving it or selling it, you know, then you should gotcha. keep the box. <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. I you think know, that's true. So I think that's a good. I think that's a good good thing. Um, and Billy said PS3 Rock Band Beatles full set for two hundred and five on eBay. So maybe I'll sell that too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's actually a good one. Yeah, for sure. I have mm-hmm. way too many leftover guitars, drum sets, yeah. bass, microphones. Yeah, so I've got an actual drum band. set now. I don't need. I don't need Rock Band drum set. That's know? right. Mm-hmm. I'll just turn on Rock Band drum set on the tv and then i'll play along with it i actually do that i do all right so for links i think this is going to be interesting because there's a lot of links in here that are really relevant to things we're talking about today just by coincidence so the first one though is from jeff webb he uh, put out this uh, youtube video it on memory of a stolen car, which we talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a while back. He did a compositing breakdown. So mm, uh, cool. I'll put that in the show links and check that out. And yeah, Rev said, did y'all just talk about boxes for 20 minutes? <laughs> like, yes, we did. 
Yeah. It's like, we need filler, guys. Um, the skeptics' introduction to crypto art and NFTs for digital artists and designers. The talk about a well-put-together, awesome, awesome breakdown. Have y'all yeah. seen this? I haven't seen it, no. No, I saw it tweeted, but I didn't read it yet. Yeah. I haven't been able to get through it all, but like I, this is bookmarked. I'm ready to dig in because I don't know everything about crypto art. I still have a million questions. Mm-hmm. And people ask me about crypto art, and I don't know how to answer them. You know? Oh, I mm-hmm. saw you were talking about crypto art. So I'm like, I don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. I can just ask other people about crypto art on the internet. That's about as good as I can do on that mm-hmm. that subject. So check that out. Uh, it's a great deep dive, and it explains everything, and it talks about the different sites. Um, like I was talking about er- earlier, uh, Sean Ar- Ardemon, um, he has a face rig tutorial on Cineversity that you got to check out. Cool. It's really great. He did the... Uh, um, the artist, the mm-hmm. character thing when uh, the latest version of Cinema 4D came out. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, so check that out. He digs into his rigs and stuff. It's pretty fantastic. And I just, it, like we were talking about earlier, it's something like I can't even imagine wrapping my head around all of this incredible amount of detailed character information. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll never be to that point. I just, mm-hmm. Just can't devote the time to getting characters. You have to again. You got to have the discipline to say, "I'm going to yeah. be a character person." Yeah, it's not not me. So, also, Brandon Clements put out a Blender tutorial. Yeah, it's curve modeling in Blender in under four minutes. So that was part two, right? Or I think he did a two part one. He did something else recently. Well, he also did a modeling thing in Blender. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and. Luis put out a Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, you know the ball pit Five Nights at Freddy's that he did, Mm -hmm. where he slowly comes out and like the balls are falling all over him and everything, it's all (laughs) MoGraphy. He did a a tutorial on how to do that, and this is great. So there is officially a Snopes article now on (laughs) when the Capitol got trashed, did the Oval Office also get trashed? Because the, uh, the smear balls made a render. When was that? A few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the Oval Office completely trashed. It was right. a render. Well, that started going around in you know Facebook circles and you know whatever. And so there had to be a Snopes article. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Tom Coben who mm-hmm. was on. And it, I don't remember Tom who Coben it was, was on. And it, I'm pretty sure it was me. It was me who said and you, it. You said. Yeah, you know that you've made it when you have a Snopes article about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> it was that did not happen in the Oval Office. Right, just a render. Everybody, calm down. There's no blow up doll. In also, the, like the Oval on. Office is not in the, the cap- uh, Capitol. The Capitol <laughs> building. I know. I know. That's the first like, thought. Right? I was like, they're not even yeah. in the same spot. No, oh, idiot. There you go. Now, also. Um, now, I don't know how to pronounce this name. I apologize ahead of time, but Abdullah, it's either Coax or Coaxay. I don't know. I'm sorry. But he made an animation called Lonely Bear, mm-hmm. and this got me right in the feels. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. It was on multiple things. It was like on the Cinema 4D, Facebook. It was on Octane Group, all of that, right? And it's a sad bear. And he said, I am living very far from my kids. Every day is pain for me. I wanted to reflect my longing for my kids with this project. I hope you like it. Please try to enjoy every second that you have with your children. And man, it got me in the feels. Yeah. Because I guess he hasn't been able to see his kids for whatever reason. And at the end, because it's, it's like a, an animation where the bear is thinking about the memories he had with this kid. And now the kid mm-hmm. isn't there mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And uh, at the end, it says, happy birthday, my princess. So I guess he made this render for her birthday. Got me right here as a parent. Hmm. So check that out. That is the end of the links. Dave's links. So let's move to MoGraph recommends. Isaac, we're going to ask you all the questions. I wrote them down. Your faves. Awesome. Did my homework. He's well prepared. Yeah. So doesn't mean they'll be good answers. Just means that they are prepared (laughs) answers. Yeah. We'll start out with your favorite movie. It's a weird one, and um, I don't know why it is, but it just is. It's the King's Speech, which most people find is a super boring movie. Oh, that's but great. But I don't know. I'm super into like the world that they have and like the set and costuming of that movie. I know it's a very relaxing movie for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's like one of my favorites. And I was just so sad to find out the guy who directed that is also the director of Cats. So that's oh, also that's on his funny. list. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, that's the one because I, I haven't seen it, but that's the one where he has a speech. What is it? He has a stutter. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's yeah. the king. <clears throat> he's the king. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which Queen's one. It's called the king's speech. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's and, uh, Queen Elizabeth's father. Yes. Yes. And okay, so he yeah, goes to like a speech it. therapist. Um, and then just other royal shenanigans and drama throughout the rest of the film. But it's also like a film about nothing at the same time. I mean, there's like the big overarching <laughs> thing, but it's kind yeah. of just like a slice of like history mm-hmm. as well. Just, but um, yeah. So it's like the Seinfeld of historical <laughs> British movies. But yeah, yes, yeah, but sure. also <laughs> relaxing and not hectic. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that movie actually a lot lately. Um, because Biden actually grew up mm-hmm. with a stutter, a really bad right. stutter, you know, mm. and he had to work really hard to uh, kind of get past that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually see it a few times. There was one interview where him and his wife were being interviewed and you notice a few times she I, I feel like she's a little protective of him, you know, and his stutter because she would interrupt him a few times to answer his questions, you know. Mm. But it's interesting to see, like, it's it's good to see that that isn't a, uh, 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 that even though, I don't know, you're not held back by, by that kind of, uh, that issue. I don't know. You have to have a lot of motivation and discipline <laughs> right. to, just there tying it, it all in here. There, there it go. is. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, oh, probably my favorite All the movie. great segues. <laughs> okay, how about music? Um, I didn't have a specific person of this one. I didn't know, but I just said like it's probably like alternative or indie. At this point, I really don't know who I listen to because 
I build monthly playlists based off what Spotify says I will like. Whichever mm-hmm. one I like, I just mm-hmm. add into that month's playlist, and then I just listen to that for the month. And I found out that I end up never knowing who I like because I don't ever look at the names. It just like plays in the background, yeah, like on shuffle. And I'll be like, "Oh, I like yeah. this song," and then I'll have to like, if everyone's like, "Who do you who do you listen to?" I'm like, "I have absolutely yeah. no yeah. idea." <laughs> Just That's what Spotify. Spotify has done to me as well. It's just like, oh yeah, I know this song. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it 150 times and I could not tell you who yeah. wrote it. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, it is great for recommendation. I mean, if I'm out running and my playlist finishes, mm-hmm. it will start playing things that I like. That yeah, just the follow-ups. Yeah. So good. And then it will mix in other things and it has been so good lately at picking good mm-hmm. music based yeah. on that. Like, Unless you have Algorithms a very uh, niche uh, uh, enjoyment of music, like ska music, <laughs> I was and then say, it just plays less than Jake all all day, you know, <laughs> it's like, come on, give me something, something different than less than Jake. Are you very you into ska riot? music? I do enjoy ska music yes, very much. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Ska music is the perfect music. It is. is it, it is the perfect music. I do music. really like it in... Like, I won't listen to any ska and then like it'll come up like in a movie or something like oh yeah that's like a fun it's a funky it little it genre is. i like that i don't know if i could listen to it all the time but it's like fun when it comes up you're like oh yeah yeah Weird. i saw this uh i saw this tiktok where someone was like uh he made a chart of like uh music for people who think they're smart versus music who uh are actually <laughs> smart you yeah. know and so, mm-hmm. like, it's this, like, cross of, like, you know, so you've got, like, dream theater are people who think they're smart and are actually smart. And then people, like, you've got, like, tool on the complete opposite side for people who think they're smart but aren't actually smart. And then right in the very center, he says, and in the middle, you've got ska. Ska's perfect. Don't change. You're 100% great where you are. <laughs> I, I don't want to spread a rumor, but I'm pretty sure Oscar Isaac was in a Christian ska band before oh, yeah? he was uh, famous for being himself Boy, in talk movies about, hmm, talk about pretty niche. sure i read a twitter thread about twitter thread about that but yeah fun little wow. ska little note there ska's good but ska good to music. me is anything that's in a shrek movie or <laughs> i feel like to, i'm so, like like i 
it's it's on my list with reggae. It's up there with reggae. Well, reggae and ska, yeah. they have this I mean, ska has its roots in reggae, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I don't like it, I guess. You don't like <laughs> reggae? How can you not like reggae? Every reggae song is exactly the same. Nah. Nah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Reggae just kind of like seems like it should only be used for like establishing shots to tell you where the people are now. That's like all yeah. reggae is useful for. If they're for. on the beach, <laughs> yeah. if they're on the yeah. beach, then that, like, oh, that's okay, where, I get yeah. where this is going. All right. But like yeah. it doesn't need to be an actual genre of music. It's more yeah. of a sound Feeling a long hot, sound hot, effect. Hot. <laughs> yeah. That's not Feeling ska. Hot hot hot. Reggae. Or that's not reggae. Uh, kind of is no it's a steel it's a, drums it's a very uh, bastardized form i think of reggae at a very yeah. simplistic <laughs> version but it's there yeah <clears throat> uh c-suite says cats the one where they had to remove all the buttholes in post yeah 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 they yeah, first created much. the buttholes and then they had to remove them Oh, wait, why can't you just remove them and re-render them instead of having... Do you, do you think they, they didn't actually do that. Out? They didn't do that. They didn't do that. There were no buttholes. Oh. I thought there was a whole thing about I, No, that. I think that was an April Fool's joke. I mean, they oh, okay. animated their tails yeah. in post, yeah. I yeah. think. But I don't I know wonder. about the other stuff. Other than even how weird that movie looks, the plot and just all of that movie is just bizarre. And yeah. What a disaster that was. Hard to sit I haven't through. seen it. No, it's I, I mean HBO after everything I heard, to. I I knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I, I'll I'll skip through it and check it out if I can get it for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, let's just see. <clears throat> let's watch this disaster. Uh, all right, next one. TV show. Um, this was hard. I watch a lot of TV shows, and like a lot of them are like generic ones, like that everyone likes. But um, I mean this one is too. But like probably Sherlock is like one of my favorite. That's a good one. It's a BBC um, mm-hmm. with Benedict Cucumber Man, um, and then another one. Box six truns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, have you guys heard of Letterkenny? Yo, I love yes. Letterkenny. Oh, they just came out with a new season. So oh, it's so just binged funny. that recently. So good. It's, it's a very it's weird it's show. A, yeah, mm. it's very weird. What? So I have I have a bunch of family who sound exactly like them. <laughs> And they are like hardcore hicks, you know, mm. <laughs> and it is it is so funny to watch that show and just uh, I don't know. It's such a good like mixture, too, because it's like Canadian hick. It's not like your uh-huh. like, standard like what we have in our shows of hicks. Right. It's like it's like the upper class of the hick. It's the Canadian. <laughs> hick. Yeah. Right. Is it like red, gre- like red, green. Uh, Something no, like that. not really. Like that no. kind of area. No. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Red green, red green show. No. Fix it all with duct tape. Yeah. yeah. Kevin says you got to check out Breaking Bad and The Wire. Mm. Huh. I mean, I've heard of those as. Yeah. I've heard of those? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe good shows. I don't know. Yeah. Was any good? I don't know. I've ne- I've watched right. neither. Yeah. At all ever, but I've I've heard of them as the best. But yeah, yeah Letterkenny is really good. It's yeah. a funny thing is that um, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> Derek's on that show was the one of the actors on the solace project that was shot earlier this year with like ash and olaf he's the one of the main guys in that which was kind of crazy to like watch that show and then he was our actor i was like oh i know you from letter he's like oh yeah no you one may really know me from that. such movies as <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny which by the way i introduced my daughter to Pee Wee's big adventure oh yeah 
You want to scar yeah. her for life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, see, your dad and uncle loved this as a kid. Yeah. My dad loved it as well. Loves it. We we've watched it many times. And I'm like, you've got to understand this humor is uh a little weird. Did she watch so Pee Wee's Playhouse? She has seen Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas many okay. times. So she my kid really liked is. my kid really liked Pee Wee's Playhouse. You know, yeah. I the thing is, you can. There are some Pee Wee movies you can't show a kid, but I remember watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure in second grade at school. Yeah. So I was like, okay. The the scariest part was Large yeah, Marge. Marge, and yeah. back then it was so scary, and now it's this awful claymation, yeah, garbage. Uh, and and so she laughed at a lot of it, but in the end, I was like, so what do you think? She's like, eh, it was all right. <laughs> She, uh, of course, she wouldn't know these people. She knew one of them, but uh, at the end, there's a reporter interviewing, um, what's the what's the the bully's name at the beginning? Oh, I don't remember. That wants to steal his bike. Francis. 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 (laughs) Yeah, the reporter is. Um, now my mind is blanking. Troy McClure. Oh yeah. Phil yeah, Hartman. What's his real name? Phil Hartman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just thought it was interesting. I kept noticing different characters, like the guy in the back lot that pulls up his his mask, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dad, do you know how to get to something or other?" He's he was Jombie. Oh, really? And I never realized that he was Jombie. He was also the son of the station owner in UHF, which I just introduced her to oh, last week. Oh gosh, yeah. why would you subject and- her to that? Yeah, it's awesome. No, it's and awful. then uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, uh, Missy Vaughn is in there too. She's one of the nuns. She's oh, the that's nun funny. that's talking to the kid. <laughs> I didn't realize that. You know, but. I think I'll start a, a paper route yeah. right now. Oh, and, and Twisted Sister is in there. <laughs> so yeah, stupid dumb movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Isaac, <clears throat> do you listen to podcasts? much um not much now because there's no commute but like when there Mm. were commutes i normally did but not like smart people podcasts it's normally just (laughs) ones of people people chatting it up um yeah but uh, probably the one that i find the most interesting other than your guys's podcast always have to say add that little (laughs) caveat um is uh curious by josh peck where he just like interviews like celebrities that are like not like a-list celebrities but it's like mm-hmm. just other of his like celebrity friends and there's just like lots of cool little tidbits and life advice and different stuff from all these other people that he talks to plus josh beck's like pretty funny like him that's fun but yeah that's a good podcast um but yeah i haven't really listened to any because there's been no real like commuting or anything recently mm-hmm. how about you yeah. guys yeah not really no <laughs> I have the ones that I've been listening to for years, yeah. but I've kind of just slowed down. You know, I haven't listened to my brother, my brother and me in yeah, at least a year. I hear that that was really good. It's yeah. very funny. It's so good. There's just not enough time. I can't even keep up with one podcast right. these days because there's yeah. not enough driving time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you it was know. interesting to see. I wish I could see, listen while I run, but I can't. It was interesting just, to see our podcast numbers, like right as COVID hit, like they just mm. plummeted, you know, yeah. because no but now one somehow had, they're back up. Yeah. even more i don't yeah. understand yeah it's it's interesting oh, like you see this big dip and then it, it it's like it got to the point where people were were like going back into work you know mm. and then it yeah. shot up like huge yeah very bigly 
you know very bigly bigly yeah, bigly yeah mostly all i listen to now is back to work with merlin man yeah i can't even keep caught up with that i just that's listen to music weird. if i listen yeah. to anything it's just music right now yeah you know yeah. that's why i can't keep up yeah you know all right plug in and we're gonna take render engines out of the equation as a uh, plug-in for this ooh. yeah um yeah. hmm I know there's a better version of this plugin, but the Video Copilot effects console, I think, is like yeah. the first thing I download on, like, because yeah. it's free. Um, it's the first I thing I download on most places just because it's yeah. so, like, muscle memory. I have, like, no idea where anything is in the effects thing anymore. Yeah. That, like, because I use it so much that it just, like, literally saves so much time. I'm sure there's more, like, heavy hitter ones that probably i would pick like if i could only get one on a machine but i don't know that that one is definitely one that like is a huge time saver i would yeah. say i don't yeah. have that one i don't have i've I've had it before mm-hmm. i don't have it currently but i always just keep my effects and presets or whatever up so i can just yeah. go up there search real quick boom then you got a greetings move. from Greetings from south of siberia so this person mm-hmm. always comments and mm-hmm. always has such great things to say and i have zero idea how to pronounce this name because yeah. it is in characters that are not even in, in the english language yeah. is there any oh, yeah. way that you could possibly give us a phonetic spelling of your name because i see you all the time and i can't even say hi because i don't know yeah. how to pronounce those characters hmm. if you didn't just drop it in the chat um app app uh probably have to be tiktok at this point right good yeah, yeah. just gotta go to i mean it's like the void filler in it our is. apartment it's just like if there's any downtime it's like uh, we could yeah. scroll through talks and then we save or i guess we like the ones that we want to like show each other at the end yep. of the day we do yep. like our end of day tiktok oh, yeah. showing yeah <laughs> yeah that's nice that's the I only like reason that. i like tiktoks is so mm-hmm. that i can show my wife yeah. later you know yep i get a lot of joy way out of watching it. those mm-hmm. yeah i agree I have I, agree, I have like, likes and then I have favorites. The favorites are the mm. ones that I know I'll always want to come back to. That will, as they say, live in my head rent free. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like the fact rent that you to can be in your head in the first place. I find that is the yeah. weirdest phrasing. I was yeah. like, what's happening that yeah. you guys have a bartering <laughs> yeah, yeah. system inside of your brain? Everything's in there exactly. rent free, whether I like it or not. But yeah. Yeah, there's such a weird colloquialism to TikTok that I am now a part of and mm-hmm. privy to that. A lot of times, just like this is goofy. It's like another world of just like how other people live and speak. And it's crazy how it's fast such... the memes go by, right? You know, yeah. It's like if it's you, such good entertainment value, though. If you were mm-hmm. to see someone like doing the Jason Derulo dance, you know, today it'd be like, what? That's that's like eight months mm-hmm. ago. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that still going? You know, I watch people do like a sounds of TikTok video where it's like this is like what was in January. I was like, that's insane. That feels yeah. like two three years ago but yeah um yeah they definitely go very very quickly um they really get like the most they can get out of one and then it's like on yeah the next one. <laughs> i do like they just updated they just did an update to where um uh if you watch a video and then you go to that person's account just watched it, one yeah it shows you yeah. just watched oh that's so good it's very, they're very good at um, building apps and yeah. features. They are very good at it, like insanely good. Like even just their effects for a while were like top, like notch, insane, like chroma keying and like stitching of like different stuff inside the like app itself of like little effects you could do was like insanely powerful. It's like how mm-hmm. how is this able to key me out of my background? But like right. 
after effects has like issues with like an actual green screen back there it's like can't figure it out i'm like how is this on my phone and able to do it but yeah that they're very good at building apps and keeping people on those apps yeah yeah the only thing that i don't like is when people are like oh like this for part two derp yeah yeah it's like you don't even have to like it it's on their account and that's why i I, that's why i really like the just watch thing you because can find, now you don't yeah. have to scroll through finding out oh, where part it's next two is. To it, right? It's literally yeah, yeah. that one. It's like, no, nah, I'm yeah. not going to follow you. I'm just going to see where I was at. All right. The weirdest well, thing about yeah. it is that, like, I find in that platform alone is like following someone doesn't really carry the weight of like following someone because like I'll follow mm. people and then never see their stuff again because I don't really ever go over to like my following thing. Oh, see, I do that. I I I do. I do uh, go okay. over to oh, you do? all the time. I just, yeah, I just like, always, always I'll go through, yeah. I'll go through my for you page, you know, and just like scroll for a little bit. And then if I get bored because they're giving me just like people with like 10 views and stuff, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll switch yeah. over to my following and, you know, mm. I'll go through and watch their mm. stuff. Yeah. Mm. It's very interesting. Mm. It's like on Instagram, I almost never go to the explore page and I only mm-hmm. go to my feed of people I'm following. Right. But then on yeah. TikTok, it's almost reverse. It's like I'm always, always on the explore. Yeah. Yeah. And never really That's on my follow works. And yeah. sometimes it will switch it yeah. over and like feed you someone you're already following or something. Right. But right. Yeah. I think we have a name. Um, I think Sergio or, or Sergey. Sir- there we go. Sergey. Yeah, Sergey. I think Sergey. Okay. Easy enough for me. Yeah. Thanks cool. for listening. Um, all right, the hard one, life hack. Or or book. I I went with book. Ah. Have, oh, uh, that's any, right. I forgot have we have any. that in the notes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um a life hack, I guess, uh, if I were to go with that is like cold showers like late at night to like get into oh. the after part of like I always like do like, you know, the normal work day, then like had dinner, and then like whenever I know there's gonna be like the other work day which is like the rest of your night into the oh, late night i just take a shower oh. and i feel like it's like okay. a nice like reset into like that starting is, over that's a good i that's a good life hack i like that yeah. i like that it's not a healthy life hack because you shouldn't right. have to do those other extra late nights but if you do i feel like that's like <laughs> yeah. my number one cold like, shower is a good one because yeah. if warm i took shower a makes hot you shower go to bed. Yeah. yeah i just want to yeah, go to bed <laughs> yeah. yeah cold shower is like a nice i mean there's like some scientific stuff i think i watched a ted talk or something but mm-hmm. uh, a book which I wrote down originally was like Creative Inc., which is mm-hmm. a really good one. It follows the founder, like the founding of Pixar, um, and mm-hmm. it's like a oh, I don't know yeah. if it's totally, but it's a all about like Ed Catmull and like his involvement from like college days all the way into like his roles at Pixar and as like 3D people. It covers like early 3D days too, and like him and his buddies like inventing the sub d method that we use mm-hmm. now of like how to blend all those shapes and stuff so it's pretty cool um book yeah i think it's one of my favorite ones i don't really read books but i like listen to books you know uh in uh, in uh big hero six when he's talking about uh he- he's really impressed because he just met uh the dude who runs the school or whatever Mm -hmm. um they talk about a specific spline and he he talks it's uh uh, he's called it the something catmull spline a reference Mm -hmm. to ed catmull i don't know i thought it was really neat yeah it's like mathematical approximation of like two points and the curve Mm -hmm. stuff between them yeah Um, which is crazy that they just thought of that one day they're like ah we have like all this janky geo we should 
figure out a way to make it super smooth without doing it actually and he's like yeah we'll just math it and figure it out yeah Winbush says why am the why am i the only one watching from twitch i don't know everybody's <laughs> on our youtube yeah we don't I, there's some people on facebook but we there was just, a spammer we just earlier from there. twitch oh yeah yeah doing doing well there no we we really we just kind of broadcast to twitch just to do it but mm-hmm. we don't really do any more than that i don't know that we have more than a few followers on there really <laughs> we just kind of add that to the list you yeah know? yeah but um well that that wraps that part up there that's pretty yeah. cool. that wraps most of every, everything up unless anybody has any more <laughs> topics to talk about isaac i'm yeah. excited to hang again yeah next time we're in Absolutely. new york this was super fun yeah yeah you guys whenever anyone can come back out here it'll be super fun it was sad i mean it was nice mm-hmm. on like presenting side of doing like the 3d motion tour mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like in like as a recording it was super easy on my end because i could like edit it down to exactly mm-hmm. what i wanted but yeah there's nothing yeah. like the conventions they're super fun yeah can't wait for us to be able to do those again i know yeah i was i Soon. was I, I i was it never mind biden was saying that like the first oh, hundred boy. days he's looking at getting a hundred million vaccines out mm. to be awesome be yeah. like that's a third well, of the u.s population right there that's a really the question, good start the question is going to be you know as far as camp really i think what we're going to be keeping an eye on and what we can yeah. what we're going to be able to do by that date you know? yeah so just everybody keep an ear out on that um we just we have to know we have to get a very very clear green light for that mm. you know yeah. in order to hit that date that we're looking to hit right now so nobody buy any plane tickets yet <laughs> that's yeah. all i got to say just wait until it's official we will have a green light day where we say where we say it's going to happen mm-hmm. you know plus tickets yeah so uh that's it that's it uh all right, so all the things, Instagram, TikTok, all of that, where can yeah. people find you? It's all just Isaac Tarek, so that little at down there, that's cool. me on everything, yeah. And I'll put links to all of those in the show notes as well. I got them on my list here, so check that out. If you want to check out the show notes, just go to the bottom of your your podcast dingus. There's usually a little notes thing, and you can go to it right in there. Or you can check it out in the comments of our YouTube page. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, when, uh, oh, when the first premieres of Cinema 4D will take place. Oh, so live streams for next year. For um, year. I don't think, or yeah, it is, <laughs> it is, it is next year. Wait, uh, I don't know if anything has uh, really been. Uh, posted on that yet so uh, i'm sure there'll be plenty of notice mm-hmm. on that so and uh that is about it i think we are going to get out of here you can rate us on mm-hmm. itunes leave a review in your podcatcher of choice helps get our ratings up and subscribe to our newsletter which goes out yeah, about once a month i'm waiting a little bit right yeah. now <laughs> got a couple things we want to put in there we're waiting on that you can say you've been there done that got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo t the paul babb limited edition <laughs> i don't know feel the babb 2020 shirt all the profits from that go <laughs> doctors without borders it's vintage now right vintage the render <laughs> vintage the render things t-shirt hoodie and long sleeve tee the that render is fire shirt which you're only allowed to wear ironically unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams yeah 
And then the MoGraph Blandishment shirt, which you can get as well. And no, I know I completely forgot to put it up on the new website, mm-hmm. but I'll get to it. I put it on the Todoist, or it doesn't happen. <laughs> I get that discipline, right? <laughs> so we're gonna get out of here on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com. Hit us up. Send us an email info at MoGraph.com. And uh, again, Isaac, thanks a lot. Yep, thanks yeah, for man. having me. Yeah. All right. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Isaac. Have a good one. Later, yo. It's pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, Seagraph, Half Res, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.